Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Yes, you're going to be mine. A little Sunshine Superman by the British crop group Donovan, however. One of your psychedelic hits from the 1960s, 1967 to be exact. However, as we kick it off here on Wrestling Revisited, episode number 69, however, for Tuesday night, March the 28th, 2017. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jerry Tijavalmo. Welcome to Wrestling Revisited, your time machine. Independent show, our 1-724-444-7044, caller ID 139926. We are expecting the Marty, uh, what I say, I said it again, we are expecting the Doc Brown, of course, here in the uh, Time Machine show here, here tonight. I am referring to King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, but in the meantime, I'm your host, the Iceman, Jared T. Gervalmo, for the next hour or so. We're going to take you to a time and place in our Time Machine, ladies and gentlemen, like never before. Tonight, however, we're going to take you back to December 2014. However, and of course, it was a very interesting time around that time, specifically for the uh, WWE, however, as their minor league developmental school, NXT, was hosting one of the bigger events of the year entitled NXT TakeOver Our Evolution. And what happened on that show? Well, we'll tell you about it right now. Of course, following this, of course, we will talk about, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, what happened on Monday Night Raw as well. Of course, tonight, as you know, SmackDown will be coming to you live in just a little bit from the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia. Our own uh, first independent lady of wrestling, however, the Black Widow herself and her son Caleb, of course, Michelle Lindodds, I'm referring to, and her son Caleb, are attending the live event. Of course, we will be hearing from them, hopefully, tomorrow night, and uh, their thoughts about uh, tonight's SmackDown. Of course, last night, as you know, Monday Night Raw had their final show right before the big event, which will be coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, entitled WrestleMania. And speaking of NXT, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday night, however, at 8 p.m., join the King, King NWO, and of course, yours truly, the Iceman, calling the action from the NXT TakeOver show from the Amway Arena in Orlando, Florida, as we will be giving you our thoughts and predictions on each match and breaking down the car for you bit by bit on what should be a very exciting show this coming Saturday. Of course, the caller ID this Saturday to listen to all the action beginning at 8 p.m., but the bell time is 138982. And, of course, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, our WrestleMania will be getting underway at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, of course, with a very special two-hour edition of the pre-show that include the following matches. Austin Aries and Adrian Neville, of course, however, are simply known as Neville, the king of the cruiserweights, however, mind you, will be going after the cruiserweight championship, if you will. We will have the Andre the Giant Battle World for some of the participants, including Braun Strowman, 
Sami Zayn, The Big Show, among others, of course, have already signed their name for that. And just announced earlier tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and a surprise, ladies and gentlemen, the Women's SmackDown Open Invitational, which Alexa Bliss will be defending her title against Natty Neidhart, Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Mickey James, and maybe others, however, will be taking place on the pre-show. So instead of the actual event itself, however, they have now decided to push the SmackDown Women's Championship match to the pre-show, if you will, prior to this Sunday's big event. Of course, the event actually begins at 7 p.m., and it will be going on until just after 11 o'clock this Sunday. But don't worry, folks. We'll get you all set up prior to WrestleMania Sunday, however, with a big, big pre-show, and who knows, a few bets or two might be made along the way. So be sure to check us out here this week on TalkShoe. We will let you know exactly what time, however, this coming Sunday, of course, the caller ID is 138055-POUND. Of course, you can listen to us tonight at 9 o'clock, where we'll be recapping Monday Night Raw for you, ladies and gentlemen, after what happened last night and what was a very interesting night in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. However, as they were there for the final Raw before WrestleMania, of course, a pretty good crowd of over 17 and a half, near 18,000 packed into the Wells Fargo Arena last night in the home of Rocky Balboa, cheesesteak in ECW, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and we'll tell you what went down on that in just a few minutes. But in the meantime, folks, let's get into the NXT TakeOver, uh, our evolution show, ladies and gentlemen, as this should be a very exciting show. Of course, your announced team on this night was Rich Brennan, Alex Riley, of course, who at one time was Mike the Miz Mazan's apprentice, if you will, now regulated to commentary duty, and Corey Graves, who is now the third member of the Monday Night Raw team, of course, on this night. Now, the pre-show consisted of Alex Riley, Renee Young, Corey Graves, and the A-Train, a.k.a. Jason Albert or Matt Bloom, a.k.a. Sweet Tea, if you will. So uh, quite a bit of uh, contrast similar, however, to the announced team here for this night. That being said, let's tell you about what went down on this show. Of course, first off, of course, your opening matchup, of course, consisted of Kevin Owens. Yes, folks, Kevin Owens, however, who back in August of this time, however, had just signed a deal with the WWE, however, and as a result, three weeks before this event, actually began his in-ring WWE debut. On this night, however, he was given the task of taking on C.J. Parker here in the opening contest, and as a result, however, as a result, he would defeat C.J. Parker in less than three and a half minutes. So, uh, quite an interesting debut, to say the least, for young Kevin Owens, a.k.a. formerly Kevin Steen, if you will, of uh, Ring of Honor, among other independent federations, uh, making an impact on this night, however, as he took care of uh, his adversary, if you will, C.J. Parker here. So, this was relatively a very short match. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, how are the Lucha Dragons, however, if you will, consisting of Sin Cara and Kalisto, took on uh, the Vaudevillains, how are Simon Gotch and Aiden English for the NXT Tag Team Championship. As a result, however, this was a very interesting night, however, and as a result, however, the Lucha Dragons did defend their titles against the Vaudevillains, who were looking for a rematch, however, and getting back the titles that they had once held. As a result, Kalista executed a Salida del Sol on Simon Gotchar to record the victory for his team and defeat English and Gotch here in six and a half minutes. Uh, my thoughts about this match, it was okay. It wasn't really all that bad. However, it wasn't like their epic encounter before was anything exciting because the one before I thought was pretty good. This one was all right for what it was. That being said, however, that's what I thought of the matchup here between these four gentlemen. Up next, of course, was our third match of the evening. Of course, Mr. End of Days himself, Baron Corbin, taking on the Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger. As a result, Corbin made short work of his adversary here, executing the End of Days finisher on Ty Dillinger in less than 30 seconds flat, however. And as a result, he did defeat Ty Dillinger here, however, in a short amount of time. Meanwhile, however, our next match, however, mind you, our fourth match of the night, however, Hideo Itami, better known to you all as Kenta, if you will, and Finn Balor, a.k.a. the Demon King, took on the Ascension, Connor and Victor, here in tag team competition. As a result, this would be Itami and Balor's debut in NXT, however, and as a result, however, uh... Prior to that, Tommy, of course, had been attacked, of course, by Connor and Victor and told Connor and Victor how if it wouldn't stop, how they would be in for a rude awakening. Well, that rude awakening came in the form of uh, Tommy's uh, somewhat good friend from the Emerald Isle, if you will, 
better known to you all as Fergal, Prince David, a.k.a. Finn Balor. Finn Balor would make his debut a couple weeks prior to this event, however, and told the ascension of Conor Victor Howard that he had a Tommy's back, and as a result, the two developed a unique friendship-slash-relationship with one another, however, around this time, and as a result, they took on the ascension here in tag team competition. Of course, the ascension, of course, were not very happy after uh, losing their titles, of course, prior to this uh event, if you were less than a few weeks before, at the hands of the Lucha Dragons, and as a result, looking to dish out pain and punishment to a Tommy and Balor, and leave them laying how and get back in the tag team scene by going up the ladder, by knocking out any team that stood in their way. As a result, a Tommy and Balor won here in 11 and a half minutes by defeating Connor and Victor. Overall, good match. I thought it was very entertaining how in the end came when Balor formed his Trademark finishing maneuver, the coup de gras on Victor while Tommy performed a diving double foot stomp on Connor in the other corner, however, uh, unbeknowing to the referee. As a result, Balor did get the victory pin, however, on Victor to win the matchup for his team here. Uh, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder, tomorrow night we will have a triple stacker lining up for you beginning at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes. Mr. WCW and myself will be talking about your non-wrestling news, 14187. We'll be going over the latest music, movies, and politics. And then, of course, at 8 o'clock, hopefully we'll have the king and queen of Mr. and Mrs. Madness on the air. And, of course, talking about the upcoming WrestleMania event. And who knows what else will be debated at the debate table on Wrestling Debate 139925 And, of course, we'll be back with Revolution, of course, beginning at 9 p.m. with a recap of tonight's SmackDown tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. And hopefully get an eyewitness account of our own Black Widow herself, the lovely, lovely First Lady of Wrestling, and one half of the six-person women's tag team champions, the Black Widow herself, Brock Lesnar's favorite uh, girl, if you will, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, Thursday night, Gerard and I and Michelle will be back for you on a 2 for 2 Thursday. However, I almost said Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. I meant to say 2 for Thursday. If you will be at 7 p.m. with Top Peel Inc., 14562. That's coming up this Thursday. And then on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, another edition of Wolfpack, where everything and anything is on and off limits, however, at times. And, of course, be sure to check us out this coming Thursday night at 9 p.m. The caller ID is 138521-POUND. Of course, every night you, of course, have your latest news with the best damn tag team with Gerard T. Smith and myself in the newsroom. And, of course, our good friend John Gross, the human suplex machine, has your birthdays and dates in history as well. And, of course, we have a lot of uh, people who call into our show from time to time, whether it be the last kicker, Henry Reckenbach, the big IQ, Jeff Teeters, the JML Experience, uh, Kendrick, the lowdown man himself, Smith, uh, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the uh, Cerebral Assassin, Dandy Drama, a.k.a. the King of Kings, of course, who was my cousin and one half of the Hall of Fame uh, class of this year's 2017 WCW Hall of Fame. Of course, we'll talk more about that, of course, in the coming days ahead. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we have some other uh, people who stop in from time to time, whether they're big names or not. So be sure to check us out each and every day here on the TalkShoe Family Radio Network. Speaking of families, ladies and gentlemen, that leads us to our next match, however, the semi-main event here, ladies and gentlemen, of tonight's show. It was Charlotte, the woman's champion. Yes, folks, Queen Charlotte Flair, if you will, taking on her longtime rival, Sasha Banks, here. And as a result, Charlotte executed the natural selection off the top rope on the boss, Sasha Banks, to retain the title, however, and defeat Sasha here in 12 and a half minutes. Uh, my thoughts about this matchup, good matchup. These two always have had great chemistry with one another. I mean, anytime I watch them fight, it's like watching Charlotte Stan, her uh, dad, taking on guys like Dusty Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, um, Hulk Hogan, if you will, uh, Harley Race. Uh, I thought Sasha fought very well here, and I thought she gave it a good effort. However, nevertheless, uh, unfortunately, she came off a little short, no pun intended, on this night, however, but it wouldn't be long before she would get a chance to hold on to that woman's title, if you will. So uh, definitely uh, very, very uh, exciting, to say the least, and a very uh, good matchup, to say the least, however, mind you. Uh, whoops. Uh, sorry about that. And I have gotten confirmation now, ladies and gentlemen, we will be expecting the King, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, on the line with us here in just a few minutes. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be expecting the Doc Brown, however, on our show. Of course, he has his moment, too. Of course, we'll talk about that with him in just a few minutes. Of course, we're also going to recap uh, last night's Monday Night Raw, if you will, as well. So, uh, we will definitely check in with him in just a few minutes. Uh, from there, we go to our main event now, ladies and gentlemen. However, it was for the NXT Championship. However, Adrian Neville, the champion, taking on Sami Zayn. 
in a title versus career match. The rules were simple. Had Sammy lost, he would have been forced to retire. As a result, this went 23 minutes and change. And as a result, Sammy Zayn shocked the world by defeating the King of the Cruiserweights, if you will, and at that time, the NXT World Champion, Mr. Neville here. Uh, great match. Absolutely fantastic match. These two absolutely stole the show and absolutely made the match of the night uh, stick out in more ways than one. Afterwards, of course, we saw Kevin Owens, of course, Sami Zayn's longtime friend, come out and uh, embrace him and give him a hug and pat him on the back and congratulate him on a job well done. Unfortunately, the celebration for Sami and Kevin and their uh, unique friendship would take a turn here when Owens suddenly pushed Sami onto the entrance ramp and then picked him up, performing a power bomb, if you will, onto Sami in the ring apron. As a result, William Regal was yelling at Owens, wondering what the heck he was thinking, what he was doing. However, by doing this to Sami as the show came to an end, uh, overall, this would set up a big feud between these two, referring to Sammy and uh, Owens. And, of course, as a result, Sammy would only hold the belt for about six weeks, however, before dropping the title to uh, Kevin Owens, if you will, however, at the next uh, NXT show, however. But overall, on this night, however, uh, this was a very interesting uh, way to close out the show, if you ask me. This really was. And, like I said, this was the third takeover uh uh, show, of course, built as uh, our evolution, if you will, of course, coming off of uh, the original name Revolution and R with an O Revolution. But nevertheless, this was a very unique uh, encounter, to say the least. Again, this was held on December 11, 2014, ladies and gentlemen, just four days before uh, my, like I said, uh, like I said, it was definitely four days before my, just a second, I'll tell you here in a minute. Yeah, four days before my uh, 38th birthday, just a couple of years ago, if you will. So, uh, nevertheless, this was a very, very interesting encounter. I have this DVD. In fact, I had a chance to go back and watch this DVD not too long ago. And, again, i got to tell you what, folks. It is a very good DVD. And, without question, the match of the night was uh, Sammy and uh, Neville Steele on the show. No question about it. Uh, the match that I didn't kind of like, however, obviously was uh, the uh, affair between uh, Baron Corbin and Ty Dillinger. It was a quick match, but nevertheless, it is what it is, however. So uh, that being said, that's what I thought. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give this show about a 6.5, close to a 7 out of 10, as I did not think it was all that bad. Uh, that being said, that's what I thought of the matchup overall. So there you go. Uh, some other news to report uh, quickly as we are going to continue uh, to give you some news here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, coming up tonight on SmackDown. Uh, we do understand, however, that uh, they will be having a women's match between Becky Lynch and Carmella, if you will. So tonight, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check that out on SmackDown. It will be Becky Lynch, my girl, the Irish last kicker herself, taking on the Jersey Hosky and Big Cass's girlfriend, if you will, uh, as well as James Ellsworth's uh, somewhat bestie, if you will, uh, the Jersey Ho herself, Carmella. Also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about uh, some other news going on pertaining uh, to seeing what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, we have heard, however, that coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, WWE Diva Page, yes, folks, Page, who has been in the news quite a bit over the last few weeks due to an incident that occurred in her personal life, of course, has announced, however, as of today, however, should I say, as of yesterday afternoon, has announced, however, ladies and gentlemen, that she will be getting married to her uh, longtime fiancé and soon-to-be husband in less than 24 hours, Alberto El Patron, a.k.a. Alberto Del Rio or Taco, whatever you want to call him. Uh, personally, in my opinion, I want to wish the couple the best of luck in their marriage and hope it works out for them. I know it seems like a lot of people are uh, downplaying both of them as of late. I'm being one of them. But uh, nevertheless, I just want to wish the happy couple the very best of luck and uh, hope it works out for them. And we'll see where it goes from there. But they are definitely getting married as of tomorrow. So uh, congratulations to both of them. Of course, they had uh, quite a bit to say on this matter earlier today on Twitter. And we'll talk more about that coming up at 9 o'clock tonight on the Revolution Show. Uh, speaking of Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw ratings are now in for the week, however, and here is what they were this week, however, after tanking to a 2-1 last week, they kind of went up this week to a 2.25, if you will, so they kind of went up a little bit this week, however, despite the fact, however, that the last couple weeks, however, have not been all that strong, however, including the last three weeks, however, but, uh, hopefully, uh, coming up next Monday night, however, following WrestleMania, they'll get back to being decent ratings, however, if you will, however, uh, like I said, how um, 
that being said, however, uh, we will definitely check it out for sure, uh, if you will. Uh, hopefully tomorrow night, or not tomorrow night, excuse me, uh, next uh, Monday night, however, the night after, uh, like I said, however, uh, it'll be definitely interesting to say the least. I know a lot of people are going to talk about what happened last night, and I want to talk about this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in just a few minutes, but uh, overall, as far as last uh, night's rating goes, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, it really wasn't. I mean, it could have been better, if you ask me, despite the fact that a lot of people weren't really impressed with what they saw. But, uh, yeah, overall, it is what it is. And uh, so that being said, that's what I thought. Now, let's talk about last night's Raw, if we can. And before we do that, a quick uh, other side note is I'm going to Get some uh, news in, however. According to reports, however, we understand that tonight's main event on 205 Live, the show that will follow SmackDown Live from the Richmond Coliseum in Richmond, Virginia, has been announced. It will be teacher Brian Kendrick. That's right, folks. The Brian Kendrick taking on his pupil, Akira Toaza. That should be very interesting. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that following uh, last night's SmackDown, or excuse me, not last night's SmackDown, last night's Monday Night Raw, we understand that Sheamus, however, needed uh, 15 stitches, believe it or not, however, after being hit with a ladder last night, however, following his uh, encounter with Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows of the club. As a result, we do understand now that the match has been announced, however, as far as uh, coming up this Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, it will be, as we told you, ladies and gentlemen, a triple threat match. However, it's going to be very interesting, but nevertheless, however, it's going to be very entertaining, uh, to say the least. Uh, overall, however, I can only imagine what it's going to be like, however, when uh, you know what hits the fan this Sunday night. But that being said, these uh, six gentlemen have now been announced that they will be, uh, like I said, however, uh, they will be going at And as a result, however, we will definitely be seeing all six of these gentlemen coming up uh, this Sunday in a ladder match. However, it has been now made official that these gentlemen will be uh, going at it. However, mind you, however, this uh, coming Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, that these uh, competitors will be... uh, And as a result, however, um, like I said, however... As a result, however, uh, like I said, these uh, gentlemen will be going at it, however, this coming uh, Sunday, however, in more ways than one, however. So, uh, that being said, however, as a result, however, and uh, they will be taking on one another this coming uh, Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the Biggest stage of them all, WrestleMania there in Orlando, Florida, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. So uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, some other things that coming out of last night's show that was uh, rather interesting, how I'm going to talk about, obviously, of course, is uh, the whole main event thing with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Of course, earlier in the evening, it was announced by Stephanie McMahon that uh, Sami would have to fight his way into the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. However, after Sami said he was going to make his intention known that he was going to enter the Battle Royal, as it was all once again, Stephanie McMahon playing the conniving, superficial, egomaniacal bitch, let's just say, and denying Sami an opportunity. At least we thought she was going to deny him an opportunity, as it was all thanks to... Uh, well, let's just say help from uh, Chris Jericho after Samoa Joe tried to come out and help his new friend Kevin Owens uh, pull a fast one on his former one-time best friend and deny Sammy a chance to go to WrestleMania, let alone stay in the WWE for that matter. However, Chris Jericho evened it up once again as a result. Let's just say Kevin Owens made the list, however, finally, however, by Mr. Jericho. And as a result, however, Jericho ended up... Uh, standing back and watching Sammy take care of uh, Kevin Owens, one, two, three, right there in the center of the ring, despite the fact that they went to brawling with each other, however, following that, however, uh, as a result, however, Jericho and Sammy had the last laugh on KO and uh, Samoa Joe on this uh, particular evening. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the contract has now been signed and has been made official, ladies and gentlemen. It will be the King of Kings, Triple H, taking on the architect, Seth freaking Rollins, and after what happened last night, you can only imagine that Seth Rollins is stewing. I mean, he is more than stewing at this point, however, mind you, however, uh, that he is looking to get payback, however, on uh, Triple H and Samoa Joe and Stephanie coming up this Sunday. You can only imagine what kind of tension it's going to be like, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, 
Uh, it's going to be very intense, however, between those two. It's going to be very, very interesting, however, mind you. Uh, as a result, you can only imagine what kind of fireworks is going to be blowing up, however, at the Citrus Bowl on Sunday between those two. And especially after what happened the last couple months, of course, Samoa Joe was the one who took out uh, Seth Rollins following the Royal Rumble, however, and denying Seth Rollins a chance to walk for a while, however, and as a result, need a crutch. Uh, I can only imagine this time crutches will may not be needed after this. You never know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I'll tell you one thing. It's going to be very intense between those two, however, this coming Sunday. And uh, we will hear from uh, the man who knows uh, Seth Rollins inside and out. Of course, he is the architect of our show, however. He is the king of kings, if you will, the cerebral assassin, uh, King NWO Gerard Smith, as he will be here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen, to give you our thoughts about that as well. Uh, the one thing I did not like about last night's show, however, and uh, like I said, however, we'll definitely uh, be talking about it, however is the uh, later tonight, and I'm sure tomorrow night with the Black Widow herself, is the end of the show involving uh, Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Uh, to me, uh, the segment last night, I thought, really was terrible. I mean, it was one of the worst segments of the night, hands down. Uh, I don't know why they did this, however, to close out the show, but they could have done this, however, midway through the show, however, and closed it out with Triple H and Rawls. I think it would have done a lot better, and I think that's the one match that's getting more attention than uh, Goldberg and Lesnar, but oh well, I'm not the writer, I'm not the booker, if you ask me. But uh, after what happened last night, how I can only imagine that the fire's going to be even more louder than ever, however, this coming week, however. So we'll definitely be uh, checking that out in more ways than one. But uh, but like I said, however, uh, I will definitely... Uh, It'll be very interesting, no question about it, however. And uh, like I said, we'll definitely uh, talk about that with the King here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We are definitely expecting him on the line relatively shortly, of course. Uh, A lot to discuss for for last night's show, folks. Uh, So uh, certainly be sure to uh, check us out, however. Uh, Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be very interesting to hear what he has to say about that. But... Given what I was saying about last night, folks, I mean, I can only imagine what kind of tension we're going to see this coming, like I said, this week, however, uh, or excuse me, yeah, not this week, uh, this Sunday, however, at WrestleMania, it's going to be a really, really intense battle, no question about it. Uh, I can only imagine that the fireworks are going to be really blown off in a lot of ways, however, between the two parties. Uh, There has been also some serious talk, ladies and gentlemen, now that they might be uh, moving, believe it or not, uh, like I said, uh, that match possibly to the semi-main event now, especially considering the fact that there was some talk now they might close it out with Roman Reigns and The Undertaker uh, this Sunday, like I said, especially after what happened last night. Of course, uh, I'll talk about that in just a few minutes with the King as well, uh, as well as you. If you want to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you right now, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 7044 Call ID 138-138, not sorry, I said the wrong ID number, one three nine nine two six. Be sure to check us out. Uh, like I said, folks, we got a lot to dive into tonight. Uh, a lot has been uh, discussed already, of course. As I said, folks, uh, right now, however, I just, I don't know. I mean, right now at this point, however, your guess is as good as mine, however. Uh, but, yeah, overall, however, last night's Raw going into WrestleMania, I thought, could have been a little bit better. I really wasn't sold on the show last night. I was kind of disappointed with some of the stuff they did. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is, you know. And so, uh, that being said, folks, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens coming up uh, tonight on SmackDown. Of course, a lot going down uh, from the show. Of course, we will definitely talk more about that here in just a few minutes. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you did not hear the news, and I will repeat it one more time, how and I mentioned it just a little while ago, and I'll mention it again, they have now announced, however, there will be not one, not two, but three. That's right, three matches on the show uh, coming up this Sunday night on the pre-show out of the 13-match card. And here are the matches, ladies and gentlemen, however. 
uh, as of now. However, uh, the it will be, of course, uh, the Cruiserweight Championship match between Neville and Aries. That will start the show, which, again, I don't understand why they're putting that on the pre-show. I thought they could have put that on the actual show itself. Uh, if you ask me, I think they're making a big mistake by putting these guys on the pre-show. I'm hoping they steal the show, give them seven, eight, nine, ten minutes to uh, do their thing and give the crowd something to be happy about uh, prior to the actual event itself. We'll have to wait and see if it does happen. But to put them on first, however, it's going to be interesting to see how the crowd will react there, obviously in the Citrus Bowl, a.k.a. Camping World Stadium. And then, of course, uh, the other two matches that have been announced now for the pre-show it will be, ladies and gentlemen, uh, will be the SmackDown Open Women's Championship matchup involving Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, Carmella, and Naomi possibly returning to action for the first time. However, uh, we'll have to wait and see if, uh, in fact, she does return uh, possibly this week. There's been also talk that there could be a few other big names could be returning to this week's uh, WrestleMania. Who those names are and what they may do, we don't really know. But uh, we've heard uh, Carmella, Natty, uh, possibly maybe Naomi, Mickey James, Becky Lynch will all be competing against Alexa Bliss, Harley Quinn herself, and trying to take off her title. However, the question is, can they do it? Will they be able to do it? Well, we're going to find out, obviously, this Sunday, however, so be sure to check that out uh, coming up this Sunday. And, of course, the other matches I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, it has now been announced it will be a triple threat ladder match, however, coming up, however, on uh, Sunday between the club Gallows and Anderson uh, involving themselves taking on Sheamus and Cesaro. Of course, Sheamus last night receiving 16 stitches following his brutal uh, assault that he suffered at the hands of Gallows and Anderson taking on, of course, uh, uh, Enzo and Cass, who I I think in my eyes have no chance and you know what of winning this uh, coming Sunday. I I really don't. I don't think Enzo and Cass are going to win the titles outright. I think you're going to see uh, possibly Enzo and Cass uh, being denied that opportunity. I do think, however, if there's going to be a team that could win the belts, it could be Sheamus and Cesaro. I don't think Enzo and Cass are going to win the belts outright. I do think, however, if there's one or two teams could win, it could be either Sheamus and Cesaro winning the belts back again or the club somehow, some way, find a way to retain. I think that's the way they're going to go with right now at this point, is that they have the club retain the belts. I don't think they're going to take the belts off them just yet, however, but I do think they're going to be in for a big fight on their hands coming up this uh, Sunday night, obviously. So definitely check us out, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be very, very exciting to say the least. But, uh, yeah, getting back to what I was saying about last night, so, I mean, I mean, it was an interesting way to start out the show with the four women who will be competing now in the Raw women's title matchup, however, involving the boss, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, of course, and Bailey, the huggable Bailey, uh, of course, currently your champion. The question is, will Bailey find a way to leave uh, Orlando, however, her hometown, or semi-hometown, I should say, with the title still in her hand, or is Sasha going to find a way to get it back, or will Charlotte make it five times in a row uh, by winning the belt once again? But uh, I'll tell you what, that match, and joining us now on the line, he's down on the line with us, ladies and gentlemen, the king of the new day, if you will, the man who will be uh, always always a good uh, spirit, if you will, let's just say, i got tongue-tied there. Let's welcome him now onto the air, ladies and gentlemen. He is King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you, my man? I am fantastic. How are you? I am good, actually. We were just talking about last night's Raw, of course, uh, some other news coming up today. I did mention, of course, in case you did not hear, it has now been named official that tomorrow, however, Alberto El Patron and Paige will be getting married, believe it or not. In fact, she had a lot to say about that, I believe, earlier today. However, if I can just pull this up, this was an interesting comment. Would Xander be going to the reception? (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, well, Brad Max... uh, be sure to uh, take plenty of uh, film on this. Video? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're so terrible. I know we are. But this is what he said today, however, <laughs> earlier today, however. Earlier today, he said, it doesn't matter how many times you try to break us. Blank is not going to happen. We were harassed by a company. We still are because you don't fool me. We know who that company was, too. but Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were harassed by a company we still are, because you don't fool me, MFers. I know I was you. I know I was you trying to destroy us, destroy my baby. She's better, stronger than all of you pieces of blank. We're getting married Wednesday. Have a nice day and go 
blank yourself, haters. Your thoughts about the comments made by Alberto Del Rio? Well, he's an angry Mexican for sure. Um, but does he think WWE put that video? They wouldn't put that video out. So, no. But that's oh, what I, he thinks. But yeah, they. Uh, well, it's whatever. Like it was in the past. It was when Brad Maddox was there. That was forever ago. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. But I say that <laughs> Paige will get fired soon because they yeah. don't want him. They don't want Paige with Alberto, and now she's marrying him, and he works for TNA, and she works for WWE. That usually doesn't work well, but... No, I would agree. I would agree. And they have also announced now that the Andre the Giant Battle Royal will air live on the pre-show, and they have also announced, however, that the Women's SmackDown title matchup, however, has been pushed to the kickoff show, as well as Aries and Neville. Your thoughts about these matches being placed on the two-hour... pre-show, if you will. So, the SmackDown one's going to be on the pre-show, too, with Alexa Bliss or whatever? Yes, they put, they just announced That's that. That's kind yes. of bullshit because, uh, because they're going to have all these girls come in, like, special, like, Victoria, maybe, Kelly Kelly, maybe mm-hmm. Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, that one, well, it doesn't really get me going, but the other one does. The yeah. Aries, uh, Neville match should be on... And someone, I just seen on Facebook just now, they yeah. said Lunch Money Lewis gets to perform on the main show, and Aries and Neville has to be perform on the kickoff show. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I mean, I, t- I told MLD this yesterday, and this, today I talked about this. I mean, we've talked about the last couple weeks, putting Aries and Neville on the pre-show. I mean, I think that's just a slap to the cruiserweights itself. You know, I mean, I understand they're not doing real well right now. The 205 Live is really suffering right now, and the ratings, of course, tonight you got Toazot taking on Kendrick in the main event, and of course Michelle and Caleb are there tonight at the Richmond Coliseum, and of course they will also see Becky Lynch taking on Carmel tonight, which has been announced for the show. But beside that, I mean, the cruiserweight division right now is just the last like month, month and a half. It's just it's starting to really die down suddenly. It's not becoming a big thing anymore. I mean, you don't have guys like Nice and Gulak and Dorito. And uh, No Way I'm Dar, I mean, yeah, you're having them out there, but they're being thrown out there for, like, really short little segments. Although last night, I will say how you had a good match with Aries and Dar, and you had a real good match with Gallagher and Neville. But, I mean, other than that, the last three weeks, it just seems like the Cruiserweight division has been really suffering. Uh, another thing I did mention as you were coming on the line, of course, the range from last night's Raw. Last week it was a 2-1. However, this week, how, of course, it comes off a 3.04. This week they went up to 3.3 as far as million viewers go. However, a year ago they did a 265 rating with 3.7 million viewers. But this week, 3.3 million viewers watched the show, and the rating was 225. Your thoughts about the rating last night and overall? What were the highlights for you of last night's show in Philadelphia? The club, seeing the club was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, <clears throat> Neville wrestling, mm-hmm. or no, it wasn't Neville. Yeah, Neville wrestled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, he was against uh, Aries Pop. wrestled. Um, not, uh, not that much. Not for a go home show. It wasn't that spectacular. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one thing they did mention, and I did mention that Seamus did suffer about 10 to 15 stitches above his eye after uh, Gallows and Anderson took him off the ladder. And they have now announced that that matchup for Sunday with all three parties will be indeed a ladder match. So they've upped the ante a little bit as far as that goes. To me, uh, I thought I agree with you about the Cruiserweight thing. The Rollins Hunter thing was pretty good, too. I did like that segment, but the one thing I did talk about as you were coming on the line was the ending with Goldberg and Lesnar. What were your thoughts about the Hunter Rollins thing and the Goldberg Lesnar finishing uh, portion of the show? Because to me, the Goldberg Lesnar thing was so weak. I mean, Goldberg just gave him a spear. It wasn't a great spear, mind you. It was an okay spear. But at the end of the night, you saw Lesnar again holding his side. How you couldn't tell if his ribs were cracked or he was just selling. I mean, what was your take on that? Uh, he was just selling, I think, uh, to make Goldberg look good. But that shit's got to stop because Lesnar's a beast. And uh, yes. Goldberg's, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. But uh, 
I did like the Seth Rollins Triple H thing. I thought they did it really, really good. It was very uh, dramatic. It was very intense. So yes, it was. Uh, I liked that part. Yes, I, I would agree. I, I was very entertained by that too. I mean, at first I was kind of vocal on it, however, but then I kind of. After watching it a second time today, I changed my tune. I mean, it was definitely good. And, of course, we saw what happened in the main event with Sammy Owens. Of course, we had uh, Jericho bring out the list again and write Kevin Owens' name on the list. Of course, Samoa Joe did not compete. Obviously, Jericho had the night off. Uh, one of the things I kind of didn't like, Howard, I don't know why they even put this on the show with these guys, however, uh, in the uh, Andre the Giant Battle. I mean, Big Show came out. That was fine, Danny. I understand. But then you have Bo Dallas. You have the Shining Stars. You have R-Truth. You have Axel. You have those guys coming in. It's just like, I mean, did we really need to see all the C-Squad suck players in this uh, kill some time with this? Because to me, this was just an absolute lame segment that just really brought the show down, even though they said the second hour was kind of a little bit high. But this is one of the few segments I really wasn't high on for the entire show. No, it wasn't the best, um, but, uh, like, all we're going to probably see is probably <coughs> Big Show and Braun Strowman at the end of the, the uh-huh. Andre the Giant thing anyways, probably, but maybe not, but yes, i say Braun will win it. Yeah, I, I I would say right now he's definitely a heavy fairy, no doubt about it. I'll be back. Triple H says there's something big going to happen with Braun after Mania. So. Oh, yes. They said that they've got some big ideas for him. I'll be right back. We'll continue this conversation in just a minute. All right. Okay, I'm back. Uh, some other things to point out, talking about Tuesdays, Howard. First off, of course, uh, Mustafa Ali is turning 31 years old today. The Warlord is 55. Uh, a Hall of Famer, a particular special Hall of Famer, however, today would have been 60 years old today. Kurt Henning would have been 60 years old oh, today. Oh, really? Yeah, today's his birthday. Oh, that's why his son was posting old pictures on his Twitter. Yes. And uh, Umaga's birthday today also. Of course, we lost Dumaga, of course, back in 2009. He, had he lived, he would have been 44 today. So Umaga would have been 44, and Kurt Henning would have been 60 today. So happy birthday wow, to those eh? two gentlemen. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, overall, however, I'm I'm hoping that, I mean, they have a good idea what, I mean, I mean, I even told MLD today, I said, you've got to put on a good show, however, tonight, Howard, to really sell mania. Speedlands, what was your take about, I, another thing I'm going to ask you about, is the whole Roman Undertaker thing. What was your thoughts about the whole Roman Taker thing last night? Because to me, this one was okay. Again, it was good. But then at the end of the night, however, once again, Roman said, this is my yard. I'm the one controlling the yard now. You have no say in this whatsoever. However, I mean, you think you can beat me. However, try to prove me wrong or something like that. What was your take on the whole uh, Roman Taker uh, segment last night? Uh, I, I don't really like it. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. I think a lot of people are with you on that. I mean, I think a lot of people are just shaking their heads wondering right now, why is Roman, I mean, I understand Roman's the heel and everything, but you know what, you're kind of pissing off the man who really, at this point, and we've talked about the last few weeks, however. Yeah, but I heard this is going to be his last one. That's going to suck. Yeah. Even Roman, his last one, like. Well, they're also saying that this is going to close the show. This will close the show on something. They want this to close the show. They've well, been big, yeah, you have yeah. to have this. It's going to last longer than the Goldberg-Lesnar thing because Goldberg, he's gassed out. He can't go longer than two minutes. So, right. Like, it's pretty bad. Like, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he can't have a two-minute match. Like, he's supposed to be this bad, big, big right. badass guy that can't last. He's almost as bad as Batista. Right. Well, I think you, I and, mean. And by the time he walks down to the ring at, at WrestleMania, he's going to be gassed out. Yeah, well, we thought, usually they have the long, long entrances. Right. I think you're going to see this match go, I mean, you have to make this match go about 10 or 15 minutes. I think, 
I mean, 10 to 15 minutes sounds reasonable. And we've talked about this before. All of us talked about this before. I th- and even Chad will say the same thing. I think, and I said this yesterday, I think you have to make Hunter and Seth go 15, 20, 25 minutes, and you have to make this match go at least 10 or 15, maybe 20 minutes with the Roman and Taker. But as far as Rollins and Hunter go, you have to give them at least 20, 25 minutes to work with. You have to, because it's going to be a no-holds ball, ball, ball. You'll see Samoa Joe... I would not be surprised if Finn Balor doesn't enter the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. He shows up here unless they save him for Monday night on Raw and Kurt Angle makes his return as GM because I think Kurt Angle will be back on Monday night, however, as far as the GM. I think that's the plan they've got right now set in stone unless they have an idea what they're going to do next Monday. I mean, at this point, it makes sense, you know. But we're going to see. We're going to definitely see. It's going to be very interesting to see what will be... Coming up, also tonight on SmackDown, we've heard that Bray Wyatt will be taking on Luke Harper, and the contract signing will be made official between Andre, I meant to say, AJ Styles and Shane O'Max. So uh, that has been that is some of the highlights that you will see tonight on SmackDown. Uh, some other things uh, going on. Let's see here in the world. I'm just seeing right now. Obviously, uh, is uh, of course we mentioned Alberto Del Rio thing. Uh, of course, we mentioned the whole, of course, we got the NXT show coming up this Sunday, or not this Sunday, this Saturday, where you and I will be uh, running things, of course. Uh, we talked about some of the matches already. I'm going to get your thoughts early on about some of the matches and predictions. Uh, we got four matches listed already. I'm sure they're going to announce another match or two, maybe uh, tomorrow night on the final show before TakeOver, or maybe this Saturday at TakeOver. Uh, here are the matches, and they are no order in particular. First off, however, it will be, however, if I can pull it up here. Here we go. Yes, I got it right here. It will be Andrea C. and Almas Heller taking on Alistair Black. However, Andrea C. and Almas, better known to you all as the Spanish Shadow. Spanish Spanish for the Shadow. He's been wrestling since he was 14. Of course, he made his pro debut two years ago, however, at the age of 25. However, who do you like in this matchup between the so-called Shadow and Alistair Black? Oh, Tommy Ann, right? Yeah, Tommy Ann. Yes, Tommy Ann. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Tommy Ann, who's he facing? He is taking on Andrea Cien Almas. Oh, uh, this Saturday night. Yeah. Um, I'd say Tommy End. Or right. whatever his name is. Okay, you're going to go with Tommy End. Yeah, I was torn between him and seeing Almas. I went with seeing Almas in my prediction. I mean, I've seen Tommy End wrestle, and I watched a little bit of tape of him today, earlier today in the UK Challenge, and I was very impressed with what I saw. I do think Howard Cena is going to give him a good match. I think it's going to be a really intense match, though. But in the end, I think almost is going to win. Uh, up next, a triple threat for the tag team titles. Howard, the Authors of Pain, taking on DIY, taking on the Revival. Uh, I think the Revival are coming up next week. I think this is going to be the Revival swan song, Howard. As much as I want to see him get the belts back, I think, however, the Revival are going to move up to the roster a week from tonight, however. And I think the Authors of Pain find a way to get the uh, belts uh Still uh, in their hands, however. So I'm going to take the Authors of Pain. Who do you like in this one? Uh, who is it? Oh, it's three-way, right? DIY. Yeah, DIY, Authors of Pain, and the uh, Revival. Yes. I say Authors of Pain. All right. Uh, up next, we got Oscar taking on Ember Moon. There is talk also about Oscar coming up to the roster, and Ember Moon will probably get into a program with Nikki Cross or maybe probably someone else like Billy Kay, Payne Royce. However, uh, I'm surprised they did not turn this into a big four-way. However, with uh, those four, uh, I think Oscar is going to stay down there just a little longer, and then I think she will eventually lose the title out down the road. However, maybe at Brooklyn in August. However, if she's still down there by the time. Uh, the summer rolls around, however, to someone like maybe Nikki Cross or possibly someone like uh, Peyton Royce. So I'm taking Oscar in this one. Who's your pick in this one? Oscar. I'm going to take Oscar, okay. And finally, of course, the big rematch, however, which everyone is talking about, of course, Shinsuke Nakamura, another guy who I think will be up a week from today. I think this is going to be his last NXT match, however. I think he is going to end up losing to Bobby Roode, and that sets up the big match between Bobby Roode and Cassius Ono down the road. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, 
Oh, is it a three-way? No, uh, I wish it was. I wish it was. Cause I, I mean, oh, who is it then? It's Rude and Nakamura the second time, but I do think you're going to see uh, Nakamura lose here. I think Rude retains, and then after the matchup, when Nakamura leaves, how are you going to see Cassius Ono come out of nowhere, and that'll set up the next feud between Rude and Cassius Oh, Ono. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Bobby Rude, yeah. Bobby Roode's going to be your pick, too. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, we'll have probably a few more matches listed, I'm sure, tomorrow night. Of course, those are the matches right now for the time being. But we will definitely be uh, watching this very, very carefully, of course. Uh, Talking about NXT, another story I just read here. This is so funny how earlier today, apparently with 105.3, the fan, believe it or not, how Baron Corbin, believe it or not, had a chance, how to talk about Conor McGregor, believe it or not, however, believe it or not. And this is what he said about possibly Floyd Mayweather fighting McGregor. I would go with Mayweather. I mean, the guy is unprecedented. He has zero losses, and he has an ego. I mean, who wouldn't? I have an ego. I like to tell everyone I'm the best and carry myself that way. But, I mean, nobody's touched Floyd, and he has created a legacy. And Conor is a professional running his mouth, I think. You know, he's called out a few superstars, so I wouldn't mind taking a crack at Conor McGregor. He's like 165, 185 soaking wet. So, yeah, I would like to slam him on his head a few times. What are your thoughts about uh, Corbin's comments here against uh, Mr. McGregor? Yeah, it's pretty... uh, Both both times someone stood up to him. Yep. And, of course, he's got that big match, obviously, coming up with Dean this Sunday, of course, for the IC belt, which I think this will be, uh, I mean, I think this will be Corbin's coming out party. I think they're ready to uh, do something big with him, Howard. And I think Corbin is definitely going to uh, come out swinging, Howard, on Sunday. I really do. But as we said, folks, uh, we will talk more about this, however, uh, coming up uh, later on tonight and this Sunday. Of course, we still don't know yet if they are going to be changing, uh, Chad has switched the time out or not. But if not, ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely be live this coming uh, Sunday at 5 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, however, for the very special two-hour edition of WrestleMania. But I'm sure we might be pushing it back, Howard, to I'm not sure what time yet. We'll find out more later on tonight. But uh, let's see, some other news going on right now. Not a whole heck of a lot going on. Of course, we already told you about the big um, story yesterday on Raw Radio, of course, in case you did not hear, of course, ladies and gentlemen. And we will definitely mention it one more time, of course. Uh, We will definitely talk about tomorrow night, of course, on Outside the Ropes, of course, is the big story, of course, is that earlier today, I should say, yes, or not earlier today, uh, it was early yesterday afternoon, it was made official, ladies and gentlemen, however, that the Oakland Raiders will be moving to Sin City. Yes, folks, Las Vegas, Nevada will be the new home of the Oakland Raiders beginning in 2020, believe it or not, as they will be playing for the next few years, however, at least for the time being, however, in their hometown of Oakland, however, at least for the next couple of years. But in the meantime, they have now gotten the clearance by the NFL, except for one team, the Miami Dolphins, said no, but 31 other teams said yes, we want this to happen. And, well, they got their wish yesterday, as uh, 31 of the 32 owners, however, agreed upon and made it official that the Raiders' new home, at least in a couple of years from now, however, will be exciting, however, to see the Oakland Raiders uh, call Sin City in the gambling capital of the world their new home. So it's going to be very, very interesting, to say the least. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is there to touch upon. Um, Of course, as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a very interesting night, obviously, of course, this Friday night, of course, with the WWE Hall of Fame. Of course, uh, some of the names that are going to be doing the presenting include uh, Jim Cornette inducting Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton. Diamond Dallas Page will be inducted by Eric Bischoff. Kurt Angle will be inducting... uh, be inducted by John Cena, or John Cena will induct Kurt Angle, excuse me. Teddy Long will be inducted by Ron Simmons and uh, Brad JBL. That's going to be a lot of fun, I know. Uh, Also, of course, Rick Rude will be inducted by Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, Molina, excuse me, not Molina. Beth Phoenix will be inducted by Natalia Neidhart. Um, I'm trying to think who else is uh, on the list this year. I mean, there's some pretty good names this year. But uh, those are just some of the names and participants that will be uh, giving them, uh, excuse me, 
giving everyone their uh, night to shine, if you will. So uh, be sure to check that out on the WWE Network this Friday night at 8 p.m. Of course, the pre-show starts at 7. Of course, 8 o'clock is the actual event itself. And then, of course, Saturday night, TakeOver is at 8 o'clock. But, of course, you can watch TakeOver and also listen to us here on TalkShoe. So be sure to check us out. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, next Monday we will have a very, very interesting aftermath of Raw. We'll talk about the follow-up from NXT. We'll talk about, of course, also what's going on with the Final Four. Of course, a great weekend lined up for you. Of course, for you basketball hoop fans out there, of course, if you're following college basketball, if you're still into the college basketball scene, of course, this week you got the Gonzaga, uh, what is their name? I can't remember the name of their team now. Darn it. <laughs> The Gonzaga Bulldogs, I think that's what they're called. Yeah, the Gonzaga Bulldogs will be taking on uh, South Carolina University, the Gamecocks, of course, this week in the first game. The Oregon Ducks, of course, taking on North Carolina in the second game. That gets underway at 6 o'clock on Saturday night in Phoenix, ladies and gentlemen, however, at the Arizona Cardinals Stadium there just outside of the Valley of the Sun in Glendale, Arizona. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Of course, we will definitely be uh, talking more about that uh, in the next couple of days. So a lot going down, ladies and gentlemen, as we are uh, getting you set up for what should be a very, very exciting week, however, to say the least, however, not just in the world of wrestling, but in the sports world as well. Uh, of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be also a very interesting week following WrestleMania. Of course, the Masters Golf Tournament, however, the first big golf major tournament of the year, ladies and gentlemen, will be very, very interesting, to say the least. Of course, there is some early talk now that Jason Day may not be playing in that tournament due to the fact that his mother is under the weather severely. And at this point, however, she is in very serious uh uh, grave condition, let's just say, and all of our thoughts and prayers are with the Day family, of course, at this time, as uh, this is a very uh, heartbreaking ordeal, to say the least. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up here in just a few minutes, but uh, before we do, uh, I just want to ask the King if he has anything else that he wants to add. Uh, the stage is yours, so I'm going to let you take care of that right now. you have anything you want to add? No, I don't. All right. Well, on that note, folks, uh, we will definitely be back... Uh, if I can just find it here, of course. Uh, we will definitely um, be back in the saddle again here in just a couple hours, or not a couple hours, less than an hour and a half from now. Uh, I do want to thank King NWO for joining us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you all for listening to us. We will be back in the same time slot uh, next week, of course, with another great moment, but you will also be back here at 9 o'clock with your news and other news news and uh, good headlines of the day. Of course, John Gross will have your birthdays and dates, and of course, who knows what else will be in store for tonight. So, folks, stay tuned. However, we're just getting started for what should be an exciting Tuesday night. We'll be back in the ring, of course, however, and in honor of it being NXT week, however, I think this is what's going to make Gerard smile a little bit, however. We've played this many times before, and I think it's only fitting that we play this tune, however, so we will talk to you soon, however, and we will catch up with you later on this evening. So for now, reporting from ringside, this is the Iceman, along with King NWO Gerard T. Smith saying so long, and here's a little theme music that you might like to hear as we close you out tonight. So, good night, everyone. <laughs>